Greetings, this is Brother Leroy with Carries of the Covenant Ministry, and I want to thank you for taking out of your busy schedule to be with us. And I'm going to ask you to be a blessing with us and hit the subscribe button and hit the like button. Uh, contact, leave it, send an email or text to the, the, me the mediums by which you are seeing or hearing us. And then I want to send a special thank you out to my partners and friends and loved ones, those who, through their love, their prayers, and their financial offerings or help carries of the covenant ministry do, do the work that God called, called us to do. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your word is true. I thank you that you so loved us that you sent Jesus. And then I thank you that you so loved us that you sent the Holy Spirit. Then you, you loved us even so more that you filled us with your spirit. And then you have also given us angels, supernatural beings to help us uh, along with the help of the Holy Spirit, carry out your perfect will and to live in the earth realm and to live a victorious life in all the areas of our life. I want to again say thank you for uh, taking out your busy schedule to be with us. And I want to read something. Uh, I like to read it every so often to kind of stir up uh, my faith and my remembrance and also hope prayerfully your faith and remembrance. But this uh, this short saying here is by a man by the name of F.F. F. Bosworth. F.F. F. Bosworth, B-O-S-W-O-R-T-H. He wrote a book called Christ the Healer. And I strongly suggest that you buy that book. I, I don't get any commission uh, on any of the books I mentioned, but you know, I always tell people they need to have a, you need to have a library. You know, I have a, in my, I have a library, a spiritual library where I study the word of God from great men and women of the past and present. And then I also, you know, I have a, I have a, I have in my, then I have a secular library. In that library, I, after 40 plus years of marriage, you know, I'm still studying and buying books and listening to uh, to uh, individuals uh, that have sound background, especially spiritual background on different aspects of marriage. I know last year, uh, 2020, 2020, 2020 and 2021, I read two books about my uh, my, Dr. Miles Monroe. One was called The Power and Purpose of Men and The Power and Purpose of Women. And I suggest, especially if you're not married, get both of those books. But uh, if you're married, I even suggest even more get those books because I saw things in there that I had not seen before. And, and I have a greater understanding and uh, uh, understanding concerning marriage, understanding my wife, understanding even myself more. But F.F. F. Bosworth said this, most Christians feed their bodies Three hot meals a day and their spirits. Remember, we've been talking about the spirit, the inner man. One cold snack a week. And then they wonder why they are so weak in faith. Faith is a spiritual force. Faith is the most powerful spiritual. Actually, the most powerful is it's, it's, it's spiritual. But faith is the most powerful force in the earth realm. If you've read, heard any of the stories in the Bible, and some of them, actually, I don't want to correct it, the, the experiences that different men and women had in the Bible, they're not just stories, they're actual events. But those, there are events that, were change, that changed the natural laws. Joshua had the sun, sun to stand still. Elijah had metal to float. Another prophet had the waters to split. So, and then we see, we definitely, we see Jesus walking on the water. We see Peter walking on the water. We see Jesus stopping the storm. 
And I ha I have a message and I, I need to find those notes with it, it those notes. The title of that message, if Adam had it, Jesus had had it, we have it. So if you saw uh if you saw Adam or you saw Jesus or if you saw Abraham do certain things that were supernatural, uh I want you to know you have that ability. Now, um I wanna read uh let me see the I listen that we're gonna be sharing on for a while is one of the and I say in the world is not a controversial message, but when it comes to the church, it is controversial. In other words, it goes against it goes against religion, but yet it is part of the word, part of the covenant, part of God's nature that starts out in the book of Genesis. So what I want remember the scriptures, we, scriptures, Hebrews 11, one says faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. The scripture also says that without faith is impossible to please God. And then Hebrews 11, uh, 11, three says that uh, concerning faith, that faith created what is seen by that which is not seen. Now you can see actions of faith, but you cannot see with your natural eyes. You cannot see faith. And remember, we're talking about the God type of faith, which uh, Hebrews eleven twenty two part B. Jesus told the disciples when they wanted uh, they wanted more. Uh, how how was it that he could speak to a tree and the tree die? And he said, if you had the God type of faith, or if you would. Take the God type of faith, which every believer has. The scripture says God has given has given every believer a measure of faith. If you take that faith, then you can speak to the mountain and that mountain would be removed. And so he told them so. Uh, and, he, and then he says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, forget about the mustard seed size. But if you have faith in the smallest of measure or any measure, you can take and speak to a mountain, and mountain will be cast into the sea. In other words, think of it, uh, a mountain as an obstacle. If, you, if there's any obstacle in your life, you have the ability to speak to that mountain or that obstacle, and it would be changed. Now, uh, so we're talking about the God type of faith, always. And the message is, Faithful prosperity. And the reason I say it is one of the most within the body of Christ and actually a certain amount of envy and strife and prosecution comes from outside of the church, outside of the church towards the church. And But Jesus says that if you give uh, to the gospel, he says you will be given a hundredfold and in this life persecution. So if you, but, but you know, that's natural. Uh, I, I mean, I hear about, uh, who's, we'll, we'll say Bill Gates and others. People always say they have too much money, too much money. They shouldn't have this, shouldn't have this. But one thing I've always noticed, it is not the people that have that come against the people that have. It's people who don't have who come against the people who don't have. But think about this. Uh, even, even the disciples came against the woman who gave to Jesus. So, so there's, uh, persecution will come when it comes to prosperity. Now, remember, we're talking about faith that causes things that, that be not. We're talking about faith, the God type of faith, the faith that creates uh, something from nothing. I shouldn't say faith that creates 
something from that which is not tangible with the five physical senses. That's a better way to say it. Faith creates what is not tangible to the five physical senses with that which is not seen but already exists. So uh, remember, so faith is taking that from the unseen and creating the seen. Now, I'm going to read uh, the definition of prosperity. Advance or gain in anything good or desirable. Successful progress in any business or enterprise. Success attain, uh, att attainment of an ob object desire. Uh, the pros uh, let me see. And I want to read the definition of rich. Wealthy, well, wealthy, opulent, possessing a large portion of land, good or money, or a larger portion that is common to other men. Uh, um, and I like this. This is in the scripture. Abraham was very rich in silver and in gold. Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver and gold. And one of the things over the years. I've been uh, traveling across the United States. The, I have found out the normal question, normally the number one question I'm always asked, when, especially when people find out I'm a minister, or they know I'm a minister, the number one question I've always been asked is about money. Yes. The number one, not about going to hell, not about tongues, uh, not about different lifestyles, not about dying, not about heaven. The number one question over in 40-something years that I'm asked when I meet people for the first time, what they ask me, the question they ask me is about money. And let me, uh, let me, let me, let's read this scripture because when you have questions, when you have questions, and this is not a, this is not a put down, okay? No. Everybody, there's always some, there's, say always someone who knows a little bit more than you about something. And that is the blessing that we have in the day and age in which we live, that you can hear messages of men and women that have, there's some of them still alive and some that go on. And I, this, this is one of, to me, the, one of the best examples that I have. I remember uh, years ago, I found a book by a man by the name of Kenneth E. Hagin. It was called The Three Dimensions of Men, I think it was, or, or The Dimensions of Men. But some, it was either The Dimensions of Men or The Three Dimensions of Men. And it talked about the spirit, the soul, and the body. And in some, in, uh, some, some of the series back not long ago, we, we emphasized on knowing about the spirit, soul, and body. Because if you didn't know that you were spirit, soul, and body, and, and had the right understanding concerning spirit, soul, and body, just like faith, love, and hope, then it will affect your entire Christian life, uh, life as a believer. And what Kenny E. Hagin said, uh, he studied 10 years before he ever found out the difference, difference between spirit, soul, and body. I read his book in one hour, took what he said, compared to what the scripture said, and in less than one hour, because of his efforts, I found out the difference between spirit, soul, and body. So I saved 10 years, virtually you could say over, over 10 years, 10 years of studying the word of God. It may not have taken me that long, but it took him 10 years. And in one hour, because of what he said, when he found in the scripture, he laid it out. I found it out. Okay. Excuse me. We read this scripture a number of times, but I'm going to read it again because we're talking about prosperity. Um, 
Romans Romans 12 Romans 12 1 and 2 let's just read 2 do not be conformed to this age but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good and perfect will of God I like King James says uh, it tells us to prove what is the good and the good the perfect and acceptable will of God what is the good and perfect and acceptable will of God? So, if you if if you do not know, if you do not know, if you have not, if you do not know by renewing your mind with the Word of God, you do not know what is the good, the perfect, and acceptable will of God concerning prosperity. But the Bible speaks of Abraham being very very rich in silver, gold, houses, lands, employees. So think about it. Abraham was very, very rich in silver, gold, houses, herds, flocks. So all the things that equaled wealth in his day, Abraham was very rich. And he's called the father of the faithful. He's called the father of our faith. This is concerning the message that we're going to share with you, faithful prosperity. And remember, we're talking about the God type of prosperity. Our, our foundational truth is, as a born-again believer, we are redeemed from the curse of the law and are heirs to Abraham's blessing and God's promise, promises of prosperity. One of the things about being a believer, we are redeemed from the curse of the law. And many people say that, but they say we're redeemed from the curse of the law. They don't say what we're redeemed from. The curse of the law is spiritual death, poverty, and sickness and disease. So in other words, we, we are redeemed or have been brought back from a life of, of poverty, spiritual death, sickness and, sickness and disease, until a life of life, long life, spiritual health, and a life of abundance in this world. And see, and it is, it, it, it is without, re, without renewing of the mind, a child of God will not realize it is God's will for every one of his children to be prosper. I'm going to say that again. Without the renewing of your mind with the scriptures, as a child of God, you would not know it is God's will. And where did we find God's will in his word? We will, you will not know it is his will for you to prosper in every area. I want you, I want to say God bless you. You're blessed. Until next time, this is Brother Leroy saying God loves you. So do I.